image as well. He created us to be masterpieces. The problem is, is we keep messing up and mucking up his masterpieces. We fall short of what he asks us to do. We uh, tend to cross the lines he asks us not to cross. We do what feels good, or we avoid what doesn't feel good. Anyone here ever told a little white lie? I mean, that doesn't hurt anyone, right? But it does. It hurts our relationship with God. It breaks it. When we don't do what God asks us to do, or when we do what he's asked us not to do, it's sin, and that's what ruins our relationship with God. And God, as the kids have been learning this week, he wants to be our best friend forever. And frankly, once that relationship is broken, we are incapable of making it whole. But the great thing is God is capable. So he took and he sent his son down to this earth and his son lived a perfect life, a sinless life. Then he was falsely accused and he was put on the cross and he died. But the good news is, is all those sins that that caused the break in the relationship, they went with him on the cross And then Christ overcame death. And that broke the barrier that stood between us and that relationship with God. This is what allows us to be best friends with Jesus. With that one act, God gave us the opportunity to be forgiven for our sins. But here's where it can get a little messy. Because even though our, our destiny's been determined, we, we, that barrier no longer stands. The eternal consequence of our sin is gone. We still have some consequences we have to deal with of our actions here. And so, Daisy, would you help me? I have this here. That's right, you really like it, don't you? Okay. This is a dramatization for the purpose of getting my point across. Children, do not do this at home. And Frank, this really isn't her favorite vase. Okay. It's your favorite vase, right? I don't really like it. I, I don't like it. It made you sad when I broke that? I'm, I'm sorry. Will, will you forgive me? Okay, thank you. All right. You see there, the relationship between Daisy and I was healed. Uh, the glass won't ever be healed. That's the consequence of my action here. So even though I healed the relationship, I'm not going to heal that glass. I'm writing to you children 
God's children because your sins have been forgiven through Jesus. I was forgiven. I'm writing to you who are young in the faith because you have won your battle with the evil one. Satan, the evil one, would love for us not to have a relationship with God. But when we accept the gift God gave us of forgiving our sins, we overcome him. But just like that vase, there's still, we've won that war, right? We no longer have to deal with death. We get to be with God forever, but we're still going to have battles here on earth. See, we'll sin and we'll have earthly consequences. And frankly, there are going to be other people who sin around us and we're going to have to deal with the consequences of their sin. Just like if you pull up to a stop sign and the other guy doesn't stop when it's your turn and you get smashed. You didn't do anything wrong, but there are still consequences, right? People around us are going to sin and there are going to be consequences. And sometimes stuff just happens, even though no one's done anything wrong. Like yesterday when I'm rolling up my hose and I get stung by a bee. Bee didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. But gosh, it hurt. It's right there. It hurt. But this is, this is what we need to know during those times. We get to call out to our Heavenly Father because we are children of God. We are children of the Most High God. And he's there with all of his strength and with all of his power to help us. A few years ago when I was 11, I went to summer camp. <laughs> I was, uh, it was Girl Scout camp, and I've got to tell you, the counselors always had those funny nicknames that they called. You had to call them. My counselor's name was Buzzard. And we went backpacking up near Stevens Pass. Now, any of you who've been in the backcountry, you know what those bridges over water look like. They basically, they fall a log, cut the top part off so it creates a flat surface, score it with a chainsaw, and then they put three smaller logs with a wire going across. Well, we came up to this river that we had to cross, And I'm going across. I was the last one across. When you cross one of those rivers, there's a couple things, rules you have to follow. First of all, you have to undo your hip strap so that if you fall into the river, you can get the backpack off and you won't get sucked under. The second thing is is you cross one at a time. So I'm crossing this bridge, and the center pole had rotted out at the base. And as bridges are often in the state of Washington, this was wet. I was two-thirds of the way across, and I slipped. I'm hanging on on the bridge like this. The wire, because there's no center pole, is right here at my chest, and it's the only thing holding me on that bridge. My backpack is flapping. I had neither the strength nor the power to right myself. So what did I do? I yelled, Buzzard! What do I do? And luckily, she did have the strength and power to help me. She grabbed that wire, and she slowly pushed it back, and I was able to right myself. 
And when we're in the middle of facing our consequences of living here where sin is still happening, we have a father who wants to be called out for, out to. We have a father who wants to help us right ourselves and get back on track. The mature Christians, the ones who are mature in the faith, in that uh, verse they read, they call them fathers. But we want to read this as a more gender neutral because, boy, I certainly know that there were a lot of, of mature Christian women this week who walked alongside young Christians. It's our job because we have grown, known Christ who existed from the beginning. And we have had those experiences of calling out to God who's helping us right ourselves. We need to be walking alongside these younger Christians. Christians, no matter what their age, and we need to be telling our stories of those times we have called out to God and God has helped us right himself. We've got to be telling them about the time that we have seen the power and the strength of our Heavenly Father. About the times when he has helped us with our confidence. About the times where he's helped us with forgiveness, with self-control, with courage, and with compassion. We need to be walking alongside them and telling them that God made them that God loves them, and that Jesus wants to be their best friend forever. Because that is where hope comes from when you're hanging off a ledge and the river's 10 feet below you and there's more white water than you'd really like there to be. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, We thank you that there is power in your name. We thank you that you are here for us. And Lord, if there is anybody in this room right now who has not taken that step of accepting your forgiveness and believing who they were created to be through you, that they would say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for creating me in your image with a purpose and a plan. Lord, I accept your gift and I want to use it through your power and your strength. In your son's holy name, amen. At this time, I would love to invite Miss Katie, our um, early childhood ministries attendant, and all of our preschoolers and kindergartners who attended this week, and their volunteers. Come on, guys.
Okay, so this week we learned five ways that we could show God how we love him every day, right? So can we say them together? The first one is, I can pray to God every day, and I can obey every day. I can care for others every day. I can share with others every day. And I can love God and love people every day. Should we sing our songs for everybody? We're going to invite the ushers to come forward as we sing our next couple of songs with the little kids leading us in our offertory this morning. This little light of mine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide it, hide it under a bushel. I'm gonna let it shine, hide it under a bushel. I'm gonna let it shine, hide it under a bushel. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Shine all over the world, shine all over the world. Yes, I'm gonna let it shine, shine all over the world. I'm gonna let it shine, shine all over the world. Yes. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. I'd like to invite all of you to get your lights out. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, 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 let it shine. Nice job. Great job, kids. Are we ready to sing Jesus Loves Me? Yeah, stand up so you can show them. Yeah, great. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to Him belong, they are weak, but He is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves 
Everybody can stand and join us. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to Him belong. They are weak, but He is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. The Bible tells me so. Nice job, kids. Great job. We're going to keep all the children up here for just one moment, and you can stay standing. I want to echo what's been said a few times in a few different ways, but I just want to tell you how proud I am to be the pastor of Faith Covenant Church. You all are awesome. And this week was just an incredible thing that I think the angels in heaven took a week off because we were singing the joys of praise to God, and I think that's powerful. And I want to especially thank Cindy and Kara and Greg, our staff, Lawrence, Joe, and Lori, that so faithfully put in hours and hours of work before, during, and after this incredible week. And I want to say a thank you to the hundreds, uh, literally 100-plus volunteers that helped make this happen and make this possible and showed love to each of these wonderful, wonderful little treasures that we have here and our elementary school children. So a huge thanks to them as well. And I want to let you know that they're already hard at work, and you'll see in a moment they're hard at work on next year's. Uh, It takes time to make something like this happen. And so the plans are already in the works. I hope that you all are planning to have your children, your grandchildren here to take part. We had over uh, 270 kids involved in our VBS this year, and we're thankful for that. I also want to extend an invitation. If you don't have a church home of your own and you've been kind of thinking, you know, I'd like to go with my kids and my grandkids to church and to be a part of what's happening in uh, the cause of Christ, we would invite you to come check us out. If you have a church home of your own, go to your church. But if you don't, come check us out. If you've got questions that we can help you with, we'd love to do that. During the week, we were given cards, uh, little trading cards, for each of the five things that we studied. The final day was focusing on Jesus Christ. And I want to just share with you what's on that card. These cards are wonderful, so if you're parents or grandparents, it's good to pull these out and maybe each day just do a different card and kind of remember the memory verses they memorized and so on. But this one says, God loves everyone in the world, and that includes you, every single one of you, and every single one of our children here. And he loves you so much that he gave you an incredible gift, his only son, Jesus Christ. And this uh, it comes from John chapter 3, verse 16, that he loved us that much. And we need to remember that every single person, no matter who you are or what you've done, every single person is important. And we need to show compassion. And so thank you so much for the privilege of being a part of this great, great event 
And thank you for faithfully bringing your children and your grandchildren and great-grandchildren in some cases to this event and praising God together. Is there something else or a benediction? I think we are... Okay. Yeah, we want to go ahead and dismiss the children. You can go ahead. We're going to be having a reception in the uh, Snelling Hall back in the, the back here where you can join and mix and mingle and be a part of that. And we're going to ask the rest of you just to stay here for a moment as the kids are dismissed. Stay tuned for next year's thrilling adventure back here at VBS next July. We'll see you all there. Stand for the benediction. Go and serve God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.